Hello and welcome to episode two of Chillin' with Phil. Today I am chilling with... Tiffany. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be recording our second episode already. Last week was a lot of fun, a lot of learnings. I think it'll get better and better every time. Uh, feedback is always welcome. And I'll leave some information at the end of how you can do that. But thanks for your feedback. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show. First, I want to talk a little bit about uh, we Demi Lovato. We talked about her last week. Mm-hmm. Overdose on heroin. Super sad. Yeah, super sad, but really glad she's getting some help. Yeah, she broke her silence last week on, uh, I believe it was Friday, uh, Saturday, and uh, shared with her fans that she is going to continue to fight. She is in rehab, and so we wish her the best. Yes, you go, girl. Get it. <clears throat> right when I was reading about Demi Lovato, the next article was about American Horror Story. Remember mm-hmm. watching that show? Yes, I love that show. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited they signed Jessica Lange. She's going to return to the new season for... That's coming up for American Horror Story. I can't wait to see what role she plays in this new episode. She does good. And she's beautiful for her age, too. What are you watching right now on TV? Um, Well, right now I watch a lot of cartoons because I have a one-year-old daughter. Her name is Avery. The cutest. And she loves watching Puppy Dog Pals. She loves Mickey Mouse. He's her favorite. Um, she yeah, watches, we're a Disney family. Yeah, sure. like Sophia the First and all like... All the little different Disney cartoons. Um, shows I like myself are like Vampire Diaries and the originals. I also like watching reality TV shows and different game shows. What well, reality TV? Oh, yeah. Are you, no, I said what reality TV? Oh, what reality? I like uh, Big Brother and... Definitely my daughter. <laughs> Um, I think Big Brother is probably one of the major ones I am into watching. I've watched like the Kardashians and some other shows, but the one I'm mostly into is Big Brother. I think because of the drama and the games that they play. It's crazy. I'm I'm a reality TV junkie too. Below Deck, any oh especially Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, yes. like all day long. This week, Big Brother continues to not disappoint with the drama. Uh, last week with Bailey in charge, you know, she got that whole power trip going on mm-hmm. and had Brett on the block with Rachel. Brett was like the plan the whole time, or at least so everyone thought or planned. And Brett just turned everything on its side. And my gosh, like it just ended up with Rachel going home. Super sad. Yeah. And he's so dirty. Like he just lies and says whatever he needs to so mm-hmm. that he screws the other person. Yeah, some people just play the game like that you know anything to get them he's the win. dirty yeah. he's not gonna be america's favorite player by i don't me. think no. so either <laughs> i don't think he'll win either but um y- when people are in that house they claim that they do things other than what they normally would do mm, i think it shows a lot of who they really are yeah like, i do too yeah i think you're just like that it's and, almost like the saying like you are you show your true colors when you're drinking mm-hmm. kind of like that yeah in the big brother house oh don't say that because i've done stupid shit when i'm drinking <laughs> <laughs> that's not the truth <laughs> not the truth not really, no really that cool. is not me that was the liquor honey <laughs> uh what's crazy is angela ended up winning the hoh coming out of that week though and she put up, um, to begin with, Scotty and Rockstar. Spoiler alert, because I do watch the feeds. You guys might be getting this a little ahead of time. 
Or maybe by the time this actually airs, it'll already be out in the open, so who cares? <laughs> anyway, Bailey used her special power that she got, and she took Scotty off the block and put Tyler in his place. Oh, wow. So I think they're finally on to Tyler's game. He's been, like, running away with the whole show, nobody having any idea what he's doing behind the scenes, but he's on the block with Rockstar right now. Mm-hmm. And now, um, I'm behind on the show, so Tyler is the... Surfer, curly-haired dude. Oh, Okay. Yeah. And he's he's got this way where he just comes across so genuine and honest and people eat it up like like candy. It's so crazy. You know, normally I start talking about uh, my latest movie at this point and mm-hmm. I honestly have been so busy with work and family and everything that I have not had time to go to the movies. I can't wait to though because there's a couple of good things that I want to see. Um but we rewatched Life of the Party last night as a family. We had a nice big family night last night. It was night. so hilarious. It's just as funny, like, the next time you watch it. Just Melissa McCarthy is one of the best actresses ever. And the part where her daughter spanks her is just where my dad uh, oh my <laughs> just God. loses his shit. And, I, like, your laugh is so contagious, it just makes me laugh. But I just <laughs> can't. I just can't. I just couldn't even breathe. I was laughing so hard. Like, <laughs> she, she just, like, she's getting spanked in, like, the way she screams. And then she's, like, I start to calm down. And then she says something else that just... Yeah. And she keeps doing that like, like I feel five like you're times. Still hitting me. Yeah. <laughs> you hit a bone. If you guys haven't seen that movie, definitely it's available on uh, on your most places now to rent or on your digital TV, however you tune in that way. So worth it. I bought it. I'll watch it like a gazillion times because yes. we're just Melissa McCarthy fans all exactly. the way. Exactly. Whenever you need a good laugh, you can always count on her. Right? Let me just go to that one scene where she gets spanked. <laughs> I never thought getting spanked would be so funny. <laughs> Hilarious. But speaking of family night, part of your feedback on our last episode was that, uh, well, why don't you share what your feedback was? Um, well, I think it's important for the listeners to know who they're listening to um, so that they, whenever someone's referred to, the listeners kind of have an idea of who's, who it is they are referring to. So um, I told my dad, well, you should do an episode um, on the family. So everybody kind of gets an idea of who you are and they understand your perspective on certain topics that you talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as we talked about that, I realized, yeah, you know what I do just kind of almost act like everyone knows who we are already, <laughs> which some of our listeners do because, well, probably most of them right now at this point because everyone's family and friends that's listening thanks guys um but yeah so just to share a little bit about this our story definitely you've probably already picked up by now that i'm gay if you know me you know i'm gay (laughs) it's not a secret not a secret no i figured that out around age five i remember my mom she watched and it's so funny that the show is coming back now magnum Uh pi it was originally with tom Selleck. <clears throat> and my mom was talking about how much she loved Tom Selleck, his hairy chest, he was so sexy, and blah, blah, blah. And here I am five, and I'm like, oh, I don't like hairy guys, because I don't like that hairy chest. Yeah, ah, I don't either. No, That's smooth, true. please. <laughs> and then I marry the hairiest guy there is on the planet, but that's just how it goes. Anyway, I remember telling her I didn't like hairy guys, and mm-hmm. she like was Freaked out. like taken back. Yeah, she didn't know what to say. But as a parent, I think you know when your kid's gay, you just deny it. Yeah, exactly. 
Anyway, as time went by, you know, super religious family, you know. Yes, I grew up in the same religion. <laughs> not all the way. No, around not all it, the or, way. Yeah. Just around it, yeah. Especially when we got dropped off at my grandma's house. Oh, God. She would always take us to the kingdom hall and all that stuff. Yeah. So. so we grew up Jehovah's Witness, and my mom was like hardcore, my sister that I grew up with. So there's like my mom and one sister that I grew up with. Super religious, and uh, so I stayed in the closet for a long time, got married to a woman, obviously your mother, Yes. Um, and we were together for nine years before uh, we decided to part ways, and that's when I finally decided to come out knowing the implications that it would have for my family, and I know this story isn't anything special. A lot of people have the same story, um, just giving you some insight into my yeah. background. But yeah, so it was is definitely after I came out, my family kind of went by the wayside and I ended up getting custody of all of you guys mm-hmm. and we were able to, to then create like our own traditions and really talk about what family should look like from a cultural standpoint. Yeah. And I love how you raised us to be open-minded and not to discriminate other people based off of their sexual orientation. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's just keep playing it out. Um, their sexual orientation or their religious beliefs. I feel like a lot of people judge people based off of their beliefs, and it's just like I'm living life, and I want the same thing out of life that you do. You know? Yeah, they do. And you know, I think the important thing, and what I've shared with my family too, is I admire their faith. Like I love that they have such strong faith. They believe in what they believe in. And that's amazing. And I I wish that everyone could have the same respect. Like, I don't believe the same way. And Mm -hmm. I think it's okay. You know, I kind of believe on on the contrary that we kind of all are really after the same thing. You know, that we all, most people believe in a higher power. They believe that praying to that higher power or believing in that higher power or putting faith in that higher power is what helps them get through life. And, you know, it's it's not that far apart. You know, it's all based on love and respect and you know treating each other the way we're supposed to whether it's the way you know god wants you to behave or jesus or the universe or buddha or whatever yeah the way i see it is like if you want to live your life that way go for it how you want to live your life is not gonna affect how i want to live my life if you want to do you you can do you just don't judge me for doing me you know just live and let live Uh, Getting back to the family story, though, I feel like this is such a serious podcast. But what you guys don't know is we had to do like 50 takes because we kept busting up like we could not keep it together there to finish that last bit. But now we're back on a roll again. So here we here we go. We'll get back into the story. After uh, your mom and I divorced, that's when I met Raphael and um, Andy. And that's when all you guys got together and we ended up becoming a, a complete family unit. And we went through all the trials and tribulations of you guys being little and daycare and grade school and then middle school and the lovely high school teenage years. You were yeah. you were a pretty good girl. You you waited till later to like try to get into a little bit of trouble, but you were easy. I tried to be. That's I, why they all say you're the favorite. <laughs> I tried to be good because, well, for one, I, I see everything that they do. And I see the consequences of what they do. So I try to avoid whatever would get me into any trouble. And then I also, like, 
was sneaky. I felt for you. No, I, <laughs> I honestly, like, I felt for you, too. I was like, I don't want to make it any harder on my dad than it already is, you know? You got, before Andy, there was, you had four kids already, you know? And then uh, four, I have one kid, and it's a lot, you know? So, I mean, at the time, I obviously didn't know that, but I was trying to make your job easier, if anything. I mean, it wasn't until, like, my teen years that I was a little rebellious or whatever and just kind of quiet about it like on the down low but I honestly never really did anything bad like too bad no you just had one bad boyfriend later on but yeah we won't even talk about that because it's ancient history exactly (laughs) not worth the conversation anywho (laughs) (laughs) back on topic yeah uh you know and thank you for trying to make it easy on me that's really sweet that you thought that way and that definitely wasn't your responsibility to make anything easier on anybody once a parent decides to have four kids that's their I just felt like we had a good connection so I didn't really need to be rebellious and you made it like I said you raised us to be open-minded and you had an open mind whenever it came to us in any situation so you just made me feel comfortable and I felt like I could relate to you on a different level I guess than the others I don't know but well it's kind of funny though because they all kind of now feel like pretty much share the same story yeah. well at least the three sisters i haven't talked with taylor much about it and uh haven't had much conversation with your brother on the topic those were probably a little more challenging relationships for whatever reason but we can definitely get into that on our on our podcast that they come visit on yes but um uh, thank you i think that's really sweet i think there's a special connection that that a parent has with each one of their children it's different um, it's, it's, it's very special, you know, there's not one that's more or better than any of the others. There are, they're just all different and each one of you has a special place and there's, it's so funny cause you guys do talk about the favorite <laughs> and really they're, you're all my favorite. It's just all in a different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always bring it up even, um, with Trisha, you know, uh, one of her boys, acts up more than the other and it's not that you favor one or the other more it's just one acts out more so you have to discipline that one more than the other one you know so if you're not getting into trouble then you wouldn't have to be worry about getting disciplined you know but i mean that's just you go through different stages with your kids and it just is what it is and you'll learn things about yourself and they learn things about themselves Mm -hmm. gosh this is a really serious podcast it really is But um, we just wanted to give some background of our family, so it's just yeah, and it's it's crazy, like fun, you know. But we we have fun through it all, you know. But just sometimes every family goes through something difficult, you know, and it's not always going to be the funnest. But we always come out of it laughing, or you know, we bring out when we talk about the old stories, yeah, like when people were being bad or whatever. Uh huh. Like, we tell you all the things we used to do when you weren't home. Mm-hmm. We would jump down off of the banister to the couch and play slip and this slide in the a kitchen. <laughs> huge two-story house, guys, with really, really high ceilings. I don't even know how tall they were. So, the upstairs being exposed to the downstairs, when she says jumping off the banister to land on the couch, this is like, she should have probably had a parachute. Like, it's a long <laughs> way down. <laughs> And, like, when we were that little, we were fearless. But if now, if we were to do that, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Let's not. 
And say we did. You well, know? I know. Just watching your daughter, Avery, run around the house and fall down. Uh, I fell down once at the river <laughs> over there, and my ankle still hurts. That was yeah. like over a month ago. It's so weird how you're so resilient when you're younger. Yes, and then you can just brush things off so much easier than when you're older. Yeah, thank God I was drunk. It would probably have worse if I, if I wasn't. It's kind of like how we used to get like really... We wouldn't get embarrassed like when we were little, but now that we're older, we care about what people think and all that stuff. And when we were younger, we were like, I don't give a fuck who hears me. Yeah. You know, you just kind of say your opinions. You go- you lose that again. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck what people think anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the 20s, you care. The 30s, you still kind of care a little bit. And then the 40s, you're like, who gives a fuck? I don't know what 50s are going to be like. I'll probably just be so fucking crazy. <laughs> Well, I think that, well, if you're anything like my great-grandma and your grandma, then you'll be good. Because I don't think she gives a fuck either. No. And guys, I have to tell you, I'm so gassy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm blowing this room up. (laughs) I might have to cut that out. We'll see. (laughs) You're like, I don't know if I want other people knowing that. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Um, I don't think that we officially went through all the kids' names, right? Uh, probably not. So my oldest, or I should say our oldest, is uh, Philip. He is in his late 20s now, 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, twin girls, Tiffany and Trisha, are... 24. And Taylor and Andrea are... 23. Well, Taylor will be 23 this year. Yeah, right now she's 22, so. They're like a couple months apart still. And what's interesting, when uh, Raphael and I met, we went to um, celebrate the girl's birthday together, my twins and his daughter, and found out that they all have the same birthday just one year apart. So, super crazy. And till this day, we're all still super close with her. I think you guys were worried about us not clicking, right? Like, not getting along. Well, I think you always have that concern when you're putting two families together. You know, you Mm -hmm. want everyone to enjoy each other and not feel like any different than one, you know, one or or the other. And and I think we're able to accomplish that. She shared recently that she never felt any different. Like, she was just like one of you guys. And, you know, me and her dad were her parents. Like, there was no weirdness or feeling of being a stepchild yeah and whenever anyone asks me (laughs) i have the googles i don't know why but but i do whenever anyone asks me um sorry you guys get it together (laughs) whenever anyone asks me um like how many sisters i have or whatever i always include her as a sister i never include her as like a stepsister to me she's just my normal sister yeah I'm glad that it worked out the way it did. It's been crazy to see you guys all grow up together, and now you're having your own kids, and mm-hmm. it's so weird. I know. I can't believe I already have a daughter. But I enjoy, I'm enjoying all of it, you know? It's just crazy how fast it's going by. She's almost a year already, and her personality is just developing so fast. Yeah, she's full of personality. Super cute. So that's pretty much our family story. Here we are almost 18 years later, and we're one big happy family. It's really fun. And I feel blessed. I do, too. 
And I, I remember people always asking me, like, oh, is it weird to have gay dads? And I, I would always tell them, like, no, it's just like having regular parents. I was like, if anything, I feel like I was raised better with gay parents because... Straighties just can't figure it out. Like, I'm, I'm open-minded. <laughs> like, they raised me to be open-minded. And I feel like in a lot of straight... I'm not saying all straight um, families, but... I feel like in a lot of those environments, they're very closed-minded, very, like, th- this is how our family is, so this is how you're going to be type of way, and I feel like you've experienced that firsthand, and you didn't want that for your kids, so you're, you gave us the freedom to be who we are as individuals instead of influencing who we are by pushing anything on us, whether it's, like, a family business or a religion or whatever it is you gave us the opportunity to be us, you know? You're right. I think there's a lot of programming that happens in society, whether it's through TV. I think it's getting better today, though. You know, more and more different types of families are being featured in in our television and in in media. Even in commercials now, you'll see, like, different types of families being portrayed. And it's so funny because, like, the really um, conservative folks will be like, oh, you need to boycott Disneyland now because they had two gay guys in a commercial or whatever. And it's just like... Come on, like the gays aren't boycotting all of the straight places, mm-hmm. you know, just because straight people go there. Or exactly. It's so stupid. Um, it's it's dumb that we have to come out. It's done, you know. I think a lot of that is starting to pass, and mm-hmm. you see cool movies today now finally that aren't talking about like the the tragedies of you know people being gay, like uh, Love Simon. Yeah. First, like movie. happy movie, like where a kid can just come out. Or just be who he is and his family already knows and it doesn't matter. It's not yeah. important. Like, it's just, it's heartwarming. Yeah. The thing I like about that movie is that part is where his family was, like, okay with it. But it shows, even in that movie, that society still makes a big deal out of it. Like, he didn't even get to come out on his own. That guy blew up his emails and made him come out, like, you know. Yeah, that was a dick move. Yeah. And I feel like people just need to get over it. Even with racism, like, who cares what race you are? Like, we're all people. We all have a heart. We all have a skeletal system. Like We bleed all, the same. Yes, yeah. we're all the same. Like, you're another person. It's funny when race comes up with with friends, and I'll forget that I have black friends, and they start talking about something <laughs> that's related to race. And I'm like, oh, I totally forgot you were even black. Yeah. It's just not even something I pay attention to. Yeah, I don't either. I just see everyone as another person, you know? Yep. We're all human. That's our race. Exactly. That's the only race for us. It's not. And RuPaul's Drag Race. I like RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. That's a really good show. Ross Matthews is on that show. I used to watch it all the time. You still can. I didn't even know you it can was stream still it. going. What, what channel is it on? It's not a channel anymore. It's a stream. Oh, it's ha- an app. I have to get it updated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still used to watching the cartoons. <laughs> I'll show you. Well, I think that about brings us to the end of the podcast, which means it's time for our Today in History. Yay. Do you know who Alfred Hitchcock is? I actually don't. I don't want to lie and say I do. I don't know who he is. Yeah, you probably it's probably hard to know him. He was born on this day, and August 13th, eight, 1899. Wow. That was a long fucking time ago. That was. But you said he was famous for... A lot of like kind of creepy, scary movies like Bird, The Birds and 
I don't know. I don't remember all of his movies, but he has a ton, like a ton of movies. That yeah. He made. I think you've mentioned to me before, um, he did the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And the original. A re- yeah. The, yeah, there's a remake of it now. Yeah. Yep. So that was our Today in History. So much fun. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thank you for having me in my family history. My bloopers. I'm not very good with talking. (laughs) It's it takes practice. I'm going to go back and edit the shit out of this. So it sounds like I want it to. Again, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Love the feedback. Uh, Totally welcome to provide any feedback through either social media or email. You can follow us on Instagram at chillin underscore with underscore Phil. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Phil underscore chillin. And if you'd like to just send an email, chillinwithphil at outlook.com.